Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. I'm Robbie. And I'm Sammy. We're starting a new podcast. This is Leonora Shelfo, and you're listening to You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast, presented by the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram at BoogeymanPod. Yes, so if you like horror movies, scary movies. We are both big horror fans. Mm-hmm. Check it out on all platforms wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget, everyone is entitled to one good scare. Do you hear the Christmas bells? It's Christmas time! Dashing through the snow in a one horse open sleigh. O'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. I say name, you say Scott Cow. Name, Chris Green. Name, Santa Claus. Name, Père Noël, Babo Natale, Père Nicole, Coco Gijo. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. When I wake up, I'm getting a cat scan. Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast, produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com after the show and check it out. Yes. Now, where's our website? I don't... I Hopefully by this time, something has happened with it, but literally, I don't know. He has been working on Etsy stores, so I'm making him help me with our products. I mean, that works right yes. now but he is sick so it's a little harder for me to get him to do stuff which turned me nice yeah, yeah sickness yeah i'm telling you all he has to do is give the website to me i'll finish it <laughs> i know right so i don't know i need to find out a status update on that because i can I agree. I, when he's not sick I'll, let me know and i'll text him be like okay. robbie give me the dang <laughs> give me the dang website <laughs> please and thank you okay please and thank you <laughs> oh my gosh well, I already started our New Year's for Pixie Dusters. You know, mm-hmm. we always do a New Year's Eve or yeah. New Year's post of the mm-hmm. things coming forward. And I put on the goals, open website. Yes, please, please. Oh. In the New Year, well, at least. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we're not talking about that. We are in, but we are in Christmas. It's December. How is Yay. it December already? Like, I, I feel like yesterday we were just starting Star Wars summer. I know. I'm just like, oh, oh, 
it's it's December and then the date like it's not that far in December when we're recording this because it's literally like right before this is getting released basically yeah, but like it's releasing in a couple days yeah but <laughs> my bad. in my mind I'm just like okay like there's people that I want to send gifts to that that don't live here so I need to mm-hmm. get it together because mm-hmm. you have to ship this stuff and it's it takes a couple days to get to places yep. yeah yep and yeah. If you're shipping it to me and we have a snowstorm, it could take longer. Mm-hmm. Which so we're not supposed to have any snow as of now for the next at least week. Well, that's a good had thing. snow in November, which was, I'm still offended. Mm-hmm. Didn't you have snow in October? Like, wasn't it before Halloween you had some snow? Am I crazy? You're crazy. It was November. Mm-hmm. It was just November. Okay. It was November. And I was okay. very offended. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got snowed on the other day when I went to Hollywood Studios with some bubble snow. I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) Not fair. Sorry. (sighs) I want to go back to Florida. I know, someday. I I know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But what are we talking about this month? I'm so excited for our topic. Yeah, this Christmas season, we're super excited because we're focusing on the Santa Claus. That's the Santa Claus with an E in our favorite Santa Claus, Tim Allen, of course. Yes. A.K.A. Uh, Scott only, Calvin. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus. Yeah, for real. Yeah, that is our focus because <laughs> Disney Plus just started releasing the Santa Clauses. Yes. <laughs> series. So we're in the midst of that. I yes, think we have it'll two be more each- episodes. I don't know. I I haven't watched this week's one because me neither. Brett and I have been watching them together, so we're probably gonna watch it today. Mm-hmm. What is it? Episode four? Yeah, we should be on four. Mm-hmm. But the first three episodes are have been interesting. But that's not this episode. We're talking. No, we about... we will get into that. <laughs> Talk about like that later. <laughs> two weeks. Yeah. Yes. You and I can discuss it more often. Yes, <laughs> but we're not talking about that today. No. 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 Today is the original, the first Santa Claus. Yes. Yeah. And, and that date makes me feel really old. I know I was, so it, it came out November 11th, 1994. So, um, let's see, that was, I was seven and you were six. six. You're so young then. (laughs) Yeah. It's almost, (laughs) almost to its 30 year anniversary. 30? Because (gasps) <gasps> yeah yeah it's 2022 and it came out in 1994 so two years hmm? okay we need to move on what's the summary so, of the santa claus movie anyways <laughs> all right so this summary i got from disney plus and i will Ooh. share why i picked this one after every day so the summary goes on christmas eve divorce dad scott calvin aka tim allen in case you didn't know and his son discovers Santa Claus has fallen off their roof. When Scott takes the reins of the magical sleigh, he finds he is now the new Santa and must convince a world of disbelievers, including himself. Discovered he has fallen off okay, the roof. I have some thoughts. Seriously? On this. Okay, I have some thoughts. So <laughs> most of the descriptions said uh-huh. Scott Calvin killed Santa Claus. And I was just like, I feel though that's a little too much because what happened is he walks out, he sees a stranger on his roof and he does not believe in Santa, right? Because he's Mm -hmm. a grown up. 
and mm-hmm. he's just like, hey, what are you doing on my roof? And Santa turns and he falls off the roof because mm-hmm. he's startled. Did he contribute to that? Yes. When yeah. I say he killed him, I don't think that's fair because that's Santa fair. fell. He did fall off the roof. So this was the best description I could find. And the only one I could find that didn't use the words like killed in the description. Because I was just like, oh, I can't. I can't read I, that because I don't agree. I, Pretty sure that was the description in the previews when we were six and seven. It's also how Charlie describes it. Except Charlie says something like, like his dad, like basically like pushed him off the roof or something. It's like completely wrong when Charlie is describing it in the classroom. Well, yeah, he's a child. But it always makes me laugh because I'm like, Charlie, no, that's not what he did. He didn't go and like shove Santa off the roof, which is basically what you told everybody in the school. Now, I know none of them believe in Santa at that point mm-hmm. but still just the way you told no no that's not what he did <laughs> so yeah this this was a bit of a struggle and i did i went through lots of different you know imdb run to me whatever i was going through lots yeah. of different websites and i finally was like what does disney plus say and i uh, yeah i was like thank you disney plus because <laughs> i will go with this one that doesn't say scott calvin killed santa claus yes okay so that's how we ended up there <sighs> so, <laughs> as we said, this came out November 11, 1994, which was almost 30 years ago. It had a $22 million budget. I have no idea what that would be like in inflation dollars these days, but I could see it having a bigger budget because they had to do a lot of special a lot of big names, too. And lots of big actors. So, yeah, I could see that. But it made $145.5 million. So. Ooh. Yeah, that's pretty good, I think. And its opening weekend was 19.3. So there you go. Yeah, it almost covered its budget in the opening mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah, exactly. And I am like 100% sure that I saw this movie either on Thanksgiving or at least Thanksgiving weekend. I know we saw it in theaters, but I don't remember when. Because we always would pick a movie and go see it on Thanksgiving. That's like a, a traditional thing mm-hmm. we usually would do. So I'm like, if we didn't see it on Thanksgiving Day, then we for sure went like on the weekend to go see it. There's a good chance we saw it opening weekend because our family would go to movies almost every weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would. Well, I mean, when Disney stuff came out, we would see it. Probably not opening weekend necessarily, but we would definitely go and see it. But yeah, always like around Christmas, Thanksgiving, we'd be like, okay, Thanksgiving Day, we're going to go to the theater and see movies. So yeah mm-hmm. i miss those days we literally like almost every weekend or every other weekend i felt like my family was always at the movie theater we mm-hmm. all i feel like mom had to have a budget line mm-hmm. for, for movies. movies yeah because we were always going to the movies growing up yeah i don't do that anymore it makes me sad well it's not the same number one some of these movies only come out streaming so it's like okay well i guess i'll just watch it at home and well, then did you hear about the lovely new one in theaters for disney that just lost them a ton of money I heard it was not doing well. I did hear it, that. It is projected to lose them a hundred million. I don't think the advertising was done well because I didn't see any advertising. I saw a preview. I don't know what movie it was. I saw where I saw the preview. Now, maybe maybe Lightyear probably had a preview for it, but it was like, oh, it's a Disney movie. But I don't know. It just. It didn't have that yeah. thing that made me go, I I definitely want to go see this. And then I forgot about it. It's not good. Because there's nothing on, like, usually when you're scrolling on social media, you see all these, like, I have or anything. Disney things in my feeds. 
Yes. Never did Strange World ever come up in any of the Disney content. I had, I've had multiple ads and previews for the Santa Clauses, which we were just talking yeah. about on Disney Plus. Yes, I have had that over and I over again. I think they're doing better than Strange World. It probably is. Yeah. Ugh. So, oops. Anywho. Yeah, so back to Santa Claus. <laughs> okay, so Santa Claus is directed by John Pasquin, and it starred, as we said, Tim Allen, of course, Eric Lloyd, he's Charlie, Judge Reinhold, oh, <laughs> Wendy Crewson, David Krumholtz, love him, and Peter Boyle. And Peter Boyle is important because he will come back, but I'm not going to talk about that because Ashley's going to talk about that next week. I am. But for all we're going to mention now, Peter Boyle is Scott Calvin's boss at the toy company. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry, I'm having thoughts, but I can't say them until the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will. We'll touch base on him a little bit more it's coming up because he's in this and he's he's good in this, but he's not prominent. Like he doesn't have a lot of scenes in this particular well, no. movie. Yeah. So when I was looking this up, I wasn't going to include any taglines, but then I was reading them and I was like, these are all, in my opinion, terrible. I do not think they did a good job with this. First one's not bad. It's, it's not, that's not out of all of them. That is the least worst. Yes, I will agree. So <laughs> the first one is this Christmas, the snow hits the fan. That's not terrible. Wasn't bad either. Yeah, I just feel like it doesn't do a good job of like, you know, like yeah, in the yeah. series, we were like, oh my gosh, those are so good. Like though that is yeah, the movie. True. These none of these made me feel like, yeah, that's the movie. So the second one is, what if dad what if your dad was Santa Claus? Okay. Yeah. It tells you what it's the movie okay. is. Okay. It but... kind of tells you, but it doesn't catch me. The third one is it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. That, that, that's a that. tagline everybody uses. <laughs> Just like that's a Christmas movie. Like, what is this? It's nothing. The fourth one, you've never seen Santa quite like this before, which is true. true. And it is better at describing what you're getting into. But I feel yeah. like it just doesn't have that pop. And then the last one. <sighs> Scott Calvin must become Santa. No if or ands. Just one big but. And yes, that makes no sense. A real tagline. I guess because he gets chubbier in the movie to be Santa. But that's horrible. It's terrible. It's just so bad. I'm sorry. Disney, Disney, no. <laughs> it's just not good. It was not good. All three? Sorry, I'm reading the next one and I'm shocked. Yeah. yeah so, next fun fact about the movies the first, second, and third all rank in the top 10 highest grossing Christmas movies of all time. We would not have said that. And we will get into this next week as to why. But the first one, yes. The second yes. one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Third one, third one. There's a mm, mm. Okay. We will, we will get into that. <laughs> but this one, 110%, I can see yes, that this would be in the top 10. I get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So, though Tim Allen is iconic in this role, he almost was not Santa Claus. There were some other people considered. In fact, in fact, and I cannot believe this, it's insane for me to think about, the role of Scott Calvin was actually written with Bill Murray in mind. Now, I can see why 
because they just had Ghostbusters and all that stuff. And I can see the the attitude and all that with Bill Murray, mm-hmm. comedian. Groundhog Day. Yes, but I just can't see it now. You know, like when I think about it, I'm just like, mm, no. Bill Murray is the the humor is just a little off. I feel like for the way Santa came out, but yeah. it's Tim Allen playing him, so that's why. You know. Well. It even says in your line that he didn't think that it suited yeah. his humor. Murray declined it just because he read the script and said it didn't suit his humor. So it's, yeah, I'm glad they did not go with Bill Murray. I am too. But I I can see Murray doing this type of movie where he's not a dad, just like a Scrooge figure that ends up being Santa. Now, hold on a second. I'm going to assume now you do not know about the Bill Murray Christmas movie and it cracks I, me up. I don't. I'm literally dying right now because the movie is called Scrooge because it's a Christmas Carol type movie where he's a movie producer who's a giant jerk. He does not have children. He's a jerk. Robbie loves this movie. We watch it every year, but it's called Scrooge and he's producing a television version of a christmas carol but he's all about making money you know your typical well yeah huge character yeah so he actually did no play. i know i know that movie but uh-huh. he didn't become santa in that movie no he was just the scrooge yeah, yeah no no i know he's been in scrooge okay i'm saying yeah. i could see him doing a being like a whore, like the scrooge type man but actually mm-hmm. like santa falling off his roof because of something and he has to become santa and he I feel like he would have, it would have been a totally different humor, mm-hmm. but I can like picture him in the red coat and doing mm-hmm. all the things, but in his Bill Murray-ness. Yeah. I think he'd Not be, in this one. He'd yeah. be nothing like the Santa Claus. I think he would be a, a ruder Santa Claus. Yes. There's, yes. Netflix has one, the Christmas Con- Chronicles with Kurt Russell that's in it. Oh, I like the Christmas Chronicles. I haven't but, watched the second one, but I like the first one. Yeah. But you know how his Santa is? He's a yeah. little- snippy as santa claus sure i could see bill Murray leaning more towards that kind of attitude yeah. as santa yeah, yeah. but i'm okay. glad he didn't take it because i love yeah i'm really glad too because yes. i love tim allen mm-hmm. he's like one of my favorite actors of all i time. agree 100 so however tim allen was not up next when bill murray said no thank you the role was then offered to bill murray's former snl castmate chevy chase which, I mean, I could see it, I guess, potentially. I can't even see Chevy's face in my head. Hold on. <laughs> but my problem Ooh. with this. Yeah, but my problem is, okay, I love Chevy Chase, National had, Lampoons, you know, like he, I. Had he already done National Lampoons at this yeah, point? Yeah, because that was, was in that? the 80s, 80. This wouldn't probably. make sense for him to do then. No, but I also, there's a lot of bad stories about Chevy Chase as a person and as a fellow actor. And I feel like mm. knowing that it would have went back and like ruined this for me. You know what I mean? Probably, yeah. Not that, you know, Tim Allen, I'm, he's a person, right? You know, no well, one's perfect, but just Tim like Allen all of that. jail before he became an actor. Which, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> I, I have a, I don't know if I wrote it in here, but I do have something to say about that. I have something in, one, in the next episode. <laughs> So anyway, but yeah, I'm glad Chevy Chase also was passed up and did not end up yeah. doing the the movie. But his was actually because of a scheduling conflict. So they didn't say that like he didn't want to do it. They just said he had some sort of scheduling issue. And I'm just like, oh, that's a good sign. <laughs> that you that's good. Done it. Uh, so there were other choices as well besides Tim Allen. Some other stores, stars listed. And this was so funny to me. Harrison Ford. 
Harrison Ford is the grumpy Santa because that is it. Like there is no, there is no version where I see Harrison Ford not being a grumpy Santa. I know we're just kind of alluding to that with the other, you know, like Bill Murray went up, but I just no. uh, This is a totally different Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford is like the ultimate get off my lawn, like grumpy Santa. No, (laughs) it just would not. Oh, Harrison, Tom Hanks. I could see it. I could see it. That could have worked. Tom Hanks. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I get you. Mel Gibson. Mm, not as well. Right. Yeah. I agree with that too. Not at all. Jeff Bridges. No, mm, probably no. not. No. And Michael Keaton, which I, I could see yes, Michael Keaton. That could have worked. Yeah. I enjoy a Michael Keaton movie and I could see him. Yeah. That could have worked. So there were some other, I think, good choices, well, but. But know. okay, these names already had things going on since the 80s. Sure Literally, did. Tim Allen didn't have much going on yet. No, and in he fact, was... we're okay, going to talk sorry, about Am I getting ahead of the schedule? Exactly. You know where sorry, we're going. I... No, you're good. I love it. That's why we do this, right? So you can... I know. Yeah. So Tim Allen. Woo-hoo. Woo! This is his first lead film role. Just as you were saying. Yeah, the others are already established doing whatever they're doing with their lives. Mm-hmm. This was his first lead role. And that was one of one of the issues going into this. Number one, Tim Allen was on a television show. Very popular. Home Improvement. Home Improvement, yes. And he was very popular on that. But they're like, you know, the producers, Disney, whoever, the powers that be, they're making this movie. They're just like, yeah, he's he's a good television actor, but he's a television actor you know, he's not going to hold a movie because remember back then you were kind of television or your movies and they didn't really do a lot of crossover that happened a little bit more down the line. And George Clooney, I think was one of the big ones to really do that first big transition. Yeah, I think he was from ER to, you know, George Clooney. So (laughs) (laughs) the other, the other thing that Ashley was uh, slightly alluding to. So Tim Allen back in the day had a bit of a drug problem. Got, got in a little bit of trouble for his drug problem. Oh, was arrested. Yeah. So Disney was like, we don't hire people who have, you know, criminal records and drug problems. They fire and, people. And whatnot. That's a problem for us. However, they did make an exception. And thank God they did. Because... Well, Tim had turned his life around at that point. Yes. And he was already exactly. doing things to like... I believe he was doing things to help like prevention and, and awareness yeah, he's and, and that sort of stuff. On so the right track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like these exactly. lovely Disney Channel character people that they've had to fire because they literally have not turned their life around and they're some of them are in jail. Yeah, there's a, there's a we nice could do a list. whole we could do like a whole episode on Disney Channel stars and their problems, <laughs> honestly. Like legitimately. I wonder if Christy Romano would come on the podcast with us. I love her. You know, she has like, she's like all about that now. Like oh trying gosh, to talk about amazing. all the, the issues that happen in the business and all that. I yeah. love her. Mm-hmm. I wish I liked her better when I was younger. Cause she, her character on even, well, even Steven's just annoyed the crap out of me. Girl, I was going to say, I don't think you liked the show. I didn't show, like so. the show. Yeah. So I really didn't put much stock into Christy Romano, but now mm-hmm. as an adult, I'm like, I love you. You're She's amazing. awesome. She's legit. I love her too. Except Kim Possible. Kim Possible's amazing. Well, I love that show. Just FYI for people. Yeah. Just because I didn't like her and even, or like, it wasn't that I didn't like her. I just didn't like even Steven. Yeah. So that makes just sense. Yeah. You clarifying like because you yeah. know how people take things differently. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got you. 
So, yeah. So, and, you know, I was thinking about this too with Tim Allen. I'm like, okay, so they hired him. And then I feel like because of that, that's probably how Robert Downey Jr. was also able to get into Iron Man because they took a chance with him and Robert Mm -hmm. Downey Jr. same kind of position, you know. Yeah. So in a way, Santa Claus helped bring out Iron Man, probably. Well, Santa Claus opened a lot of doors for a Mm -hmm. lot of different things, Mm -hmm. I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, it opened Tim Allen up for Buzz. Yep. I mean, look at all the work he got movie-wise. Yeah. Just especially even with just Disney itself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I did not know this, but for one week in November 1994, Tim Allen had the number one movie at the box office, obviously the Santa Claus, the number one rated television show, Home Improvement. And the number one New York Times bestselling book called Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man, <laughs> which okay. I never read it, but I just remember seeing it. Yeah, it's just Tim Allen. Okay. But I thought that was amazing. Like, look at what happened, you know, for him. Like, that's insane to have all of that going on for a whole week in November. That's insane. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And fun thing, the dance that Tim Allen does during the montage before his second Christmas Eve was improvised and done in one take. The director Doesn't kept it me. because it was so good. <laughs> that's not surprising me whatsoever. Oh, that's so cute. These 90 actor, 80s and yeah. 90s comedy mm-hmm. actors who do a lot of this improv, it just, mm-hmm. we don't have that anymore. And it makes yeah. me so sad. Yeah, it like, depends. We legitimately don't have any good, like, comedic actors anymore that aren't, like, in their 50s, 60s. I was going to say, a lot of them are the older actors, yeah. yeah. And, in fact, I was reading, too, uh, you know, about Tim Allen on the set. They did have some issues with his colorful, we'll say, jokes language? that he would tell in language. And they're just like, um, there's children. <laughs> you need to watch your mouth, Mr. Allen, because there's kids. And he also would kind of get upset sometimes on set because, you know, he's in that big fat suit and it was hot and he would get uncomfortable and he would like yell and lash out. And I'm just like, well, I get it. So they had to actually limit it. I think they were saying he had to be no more than six hours in the actual costume because it was so hot and uncomfortable. But but when the movies went on, they were able to keep him more ventilated and cooler. So it was easier for him to keep doing the movies. Because the other three, other two movies and now third show. Now he's in a TV show. Yeah. You're literally Mm -hmm. in it 24 seven. Yeah. So it's gotten better. But yeah, I'm like, I can get that. I would probably drink you too. End of episode three. He's back to normal. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Spoiler, by the way. Oh, well, it's in the trailer. <laughs> I know. It's like the main point of the movie. It's or the or the TV show. TV show. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this movie has lots of fun little things in it. First off, we're gonna talk about elf sightings. So the elves are not just in the workshop, if you didn't oh, notice in this movie. Yes. Yeah, which I feel like both of us know this, but you know, yeah. For those of you who do not know it. At the beginning of the movie, there's a little blonde girl who's walking away from like the window of the toy shop. If you look at her ears, she's an elf. First elf. Dun, dun, dun. There's a little boy putting on a jacket and he's wearing a red scarf when Scott and Charlie are walking to their seat at Denny's. Look at his ears. He's an elf. There's a the second one. Mm-hmm. They're just all over the place. Yeah. When Scott is sitting on the bench and all those kids come up to him at Charlie's soccer game because they need to tell Santa what they want for Christmas, there's Mm -hmm. one little girl who's standing behind the bench. So, like, everybody else is, like, in line in front of the bench, and there's one little girl on the other side, 
again, you can see she's an elf. So I guess mm-hmm. she's, she's just watching out for him, checking on him. There's a girl in a purple coat who walks behind Scott and Charlie in the park when they're talking about the fact that they need to keep, you know, the Santa Claus thing a secret. I feel like mm-hmm. she's behind them. She's also an elf. And the classroom scene, which I think is the one most people tend to notice, there is a little yeah. boy in a blue turtleneck who's right behind Charlie. He is also an elf. And one of the key things you can see is when Charlie starts talking about how his dad is Santa Claus, that little boy is the only one who doesn't laugh. Yeah. Because, you know, he's like, yeah, he's telling the truth. He's, he's Santa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, accurate. Santa's real people. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, right at the end of the movie, there's a big group of them who all run away from the Miller house, you know, right at the mm-hmm. end. Yeah. yeah. But there, I feel like they're a little more obvious. But. Yeah, that one's a very obvious scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then it's a group of elves. But what's interesting, what's interesting to me is that the elves are kind of popping up everywhere before this official transition and everything. It's just very interesting. You know, they've already got mm-hmm. them at this toy shop. And maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's alluding to they know he's going to become Santa Or if it's just like the elves are just out and about just checking on everybody, like they have like scout elves. I don't know. Well, (laughs) so I was watching TikTok and there's an interview of Tim Allen and I I saved it to our, like I sent Uh it to ours so I could do edit later. Mm -hmm. But he's talking about how like, he's like, I always wondered, like, there's nothing in the movie saying like, did the elves were the elves sad about the other Santa going away? Did they know? Did they, he's like asking these questions and part of me, and that's, so some of those answers are apparently supposed to happen in the TV show, but, but he's right. Like, well, what did, maybe that Santa wanted to retire. And maybe at the time, the only way for him to retire was to fall off a roof. So the first person to catch him, he sat down there. I'm just like, was it destiny? Like they know he's going to go to Scott Calvin's house and he's going to fall off the roof and Scott Calvin is going to be Santa. That's what I always wondered if it was destiny. And my other question is, where did Mrs. Claus go? See, and that, it asked that. I know. <laughs> I don't want to get into the TV show because know, we're going to be talking but, about it. But, I know, but it, it's questions. Yeah, but they do bring that up in the TV show. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> because want to know what is going on and everyone thinks he died because he disappeared but what if he didn't die what if he just magically disappeared so he could retire him and mrs claus go back to normal lives for a little bit longer yes because you have to wonder why the elves were all just like what up santa (laughs) just like Mm -hmm. wait a second i think they knew because they didn't also seem surprised that somebody else came back well i wonder i really wonder if that santa wasn't a very good santa Maybe, maybe they were like, you were a filler in and we don't really care for you. So it's time Possibly. to go. Could be. Who knows? No one does because no one wrote it. Freaking Disney, man. Ugh, yeah. Disney. Can't think about it too hard. <clears throat> yeah. Anyways. So. Yeah, but that's what this podcast is for. We think about things harder than we I know, should. but it just, there's no answer and it annoys me <laughs> quite a bit. I know. <sighs> okay. So anyways, back to our fun little tidbits in yes. the movies. So Tim the Toolman Taylor, obviously, <laughs> they have references to this because of home improvement. Mm-hmm. So when Scott Calvin is ending his first run as Santa, his ho, ho, ho is done just like the Tim Taylor signature and grunts, which always makes me laugh when he does it. Yes. Love it, Tim Allen. During his tour of the workshop, Scott Calvin tries out a tool belt and then shakes his head to indicate like, mm, this is not right for me, which is, of course, another reference to home improvements, which is pretty funny. 
He does that in the other movies, and too. And he does it in he the second one. He does the same one. thing in yeah. the second and, I believe, the third. Does he do it in the third, too? I yeah. believe so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's always just like, maybe. No. He will always be Tim the Toolman Taylor, no matter what. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Role he's playing. Exactly. I agree. And when Scott and Charlie are driving the sleigh down the road, they go by a truck and ask about I-94. It's The truck driver is Jimmy Labriola, who played Benny on Home Improvement. So there's another oh. little Home Improvement tie-in right there. I you. never noticed that, but yeah, yeah it there is. You go. He's also hmm. makes a cameo. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so now we got some just like general trivia for you. Yeah. So it's opening weekend in 1994. The Santa Claus debuted at number two behind Interview with a Vampire. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, which I did not, couldn't have told you what year Interview with a Vampire came out, but apparently came out right around when this movie came out. Mm -hmm. Hmm. But, and we said it's opening weekend, it made almost its budget back. Mm -hmm. But it kept performing well as the weeks went on. Ultimately, it landed at number one at the box office almost one month after its premiere. And by Christmas, it had made over $100 million in the U.S. But I can see that. You get closer and closer to Christmas. Again, this is the mm-hmm. 90s, right? We're not streaming. Yep. There's not much to do. So, like, oh, there's this Christmas movie I heard about. Oh, do you see? Like, let's go to the movies. There's a Christmas movie. It's called The Santa Claus. So we know it's a Christmas movie. It's Disney. Oh, look, it's Tim Allen from Home Improvement. We watch that show. Let's go let's watch go him. Yes. So I can see why it kind of built up its momentum closer yeah. and closer to Christmas. Makes sense. Like yeah. I said, I am 100% sure we didn't see on Thanksgiving. We saw Thanksgiving weekend. Closer to Christmas. Yep. Yep. The original name of the movie was Such a Ew. Clatter. That's Ew. a terrible name. Ew. The Santa Claus is like the perfect name yes. for the movie. Literally. Yes. It's perfect. And you know how long, because we just established we were very little when this came out. I was seven, you were six. You know how long I spelled Santa Claus wrong for? <laughs> like, I would always put the E at the end because I saw the Santa Claus and Tim Allen was the Santa Claus. And it's still to this day, I have to go, there's no E <laughs> at the end of this. Don't put the E. I never had that problem. <laughs> I definitely did that. And I can actually remember being like, that's not well, how you spell Santa When Claus. I was younger, I didn't notice the E. Oh, so that might be why. Yep. Yeah, I did. And officially made it my way of spelling Santa Claus nice. for a while. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh, boy. All right. So this made me laugh because it's so silly. So Tim Allen had to go back and re-record many of his lines because the sounds of the bells on his Santa suit. (laughs) He explained that he had to use the automatic dialogue replacement for most of the film because people would say, what's all that ringing? And it was me walking. Just like, dude, why you guys didn't make a real bells on the outfit? Exactly. You didn't say we'll go back and add the bell noise later. You said no. We'll put real bells on a suit. So I started like this is the 90s. I know, but I was paying more attention in the movie, like when Mm. he's in the suit walking around. And yeah, you know, when there's silence when he's not doing the dialogue, but you can hear jingle, jingle, jingle. And I'm just like, you guys, it's so loud. Oh, it's so loud. It just cracked me up that he had to go back and just like re-record all this stuff because of the bells on his suit. Oh, man. So when, when Laura looks at the mystery date game, the music that we hear is actually the jingle from the old television commercial for the board game, which uh, I would not, I, I did not we know, wouldn't that. know that. Yeah, but I thought that was a fun fact. 
Yeah. yeah. But so I was like, an, oh, I that was know. a before our time game. Mm-hmm. But that's cool that they put that in there for the grown-ups who probably went to see the movie. They're like, oh, I know that, Jimmy. Hidden Mickey. So Scott and Charlie are leaving the North Pole in the sleigh. They go by the moon, and the moon has a little Mickey Mouse on it. The little, you know, the three ears. I'll have to look next three time ears. I watch it. The head with the two ears, three ears. The three circles. That's what I was trying to yes. say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I should try and find it and then we can post it too with the yeah. know, well I haven't I actually haven't watched the Santa Claus yet because I had to watch the other two mm-hmm. so yeah. I kind of, I'm like I'm just gonna watch the other two and then when I'm actually in the Christmas mood mm-hmm. I will watch the original Santa Claus and be happy because I love the original mm-hmm. Santa Claus yeah I was watching it I just turned on this morning just to have something on while I was eating breakfast yeah so the film was originally going to be released by Hollywood Pictures interesting they are listed if you look at like you know the beginning credits but after positive reactions from test screenings among children it was shifted to a walt disney pictures release good move there you go yeah good job disney good job eric lloyd poor eric lloyd (sighs) he had to wear some fake teeth for the movie because he lost some of his front teeth now what i was reading was i think it was on the bottom is what he was saying but yeah, he lost some of his front teeth before filming began. And you know, at least a kid. Yeah, I'm just like, kids do that, right? So, yeah. And he made some reference to, uh, I guess, in some interview when he was growing up, that he spent a lot of his childhood with some sort of fake teeth at all times because he was filming things, doing things. And mm-hmm. he's a kid. So, he's a kid and as his he teeth just were said, falling out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh man, that poor kid. When Scott and Charlie arrive at the North Pole for the first time, an elf enters the code 1239 into a keypad, which makes the sleigh go down. Mm-hmm. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was created in December of 1939, hence the 1239. That's I cute. I was like, I didn't know that. That's adorable. Who knew? That's okay. adorable. I would have never picked up on that. Nope. When Scott Calvin is giving alternate alternative names for Santa Claus to the police officer in the interrogation scene, he imitates Ed Sullivan. I did... I think I did know this because I think my dad told me this. I don't think I knew it. Ed Sullivan, when he says the last name Topo Gigio, which is not a name for Santa, but is actually the name of a small Italian mouse puppet that was on the Ed Sullivan show. Because I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure my dad told me that. And then he would do the Scott Calvin like imitation of it (laughs) at me all the time. Oh, yeah. Scott is shown wearing a red deer sweater while he's visiting Charlie. And it's a nod to the seal of Michigan. Of course, Ashley, where Tim Allen is originally from. Ashley has a fondness. Yeah, from Michigan. I have a fondness. Michigan beat Ohio State. I was waiting. I was was so excited. I was like, she's about to announce because I saw you post about it on Facebook. And today is the Big Ten Championship, like recording day, not release day. Not real, yeah. Mm -hmm. Against (laughs) Purdue. So if we don't win, there's a problem because we already railroaded Purdue once the season. All right. So it should be interesting. We are number two. Sorry. I'm excited. I know. Well, okay. But Tim Allen, he is a Lions fan in the Home Mm -hmm. Improvement Mm -hmm. show. And he's a Michigan fan in Last Man Standing. So like Mm -hmm. all of his stuff is always Michigan based, which makes me very, very happy. So another reason why I have a fondness for Tim Allen. (laughs) It must be in his contract. I need a Michigan reference. So there's sort of Michigan thing going on. This is too funny. During the business lunch scene. So this is after Scott starts to turn into Santa and he Mm -hmm. comes in Mm -hmm. very late, very awkwardly. 
very large in his sweats. <laughs> yep. Remember, Scott orders a lot of food, which is mostly sweets and a salad. However, you can see that he plowed through all of des- the desserts, but the salad is still sitting there untouched. He never even ate it. Yep. <laughs> it just makes me laugh that that whole scene is too funny. Oh, boy. When Scott Calvin steps on the scale to check his weight, it reads 192, which supposedly is a reference to the Christmas song in which it says to kids from 1 to 92. I don't know if that's true. I'm going to just say supposedly. Sure. It could be. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend I vetted this anywhere other than IMDb where I got this from. So (laughs) take it for what it is. I just thought it was cute if it is true. I was like, yeah, I'll throw it in there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So we got some quotes for you. (laughs) It's just, oh, this makes me laugh. So Neil and Charlie are talking about Santa Claus. And Neil says, what about Santa's reindeer? Have you ever seen a reindeer fly? To which Charlie says, yes. Yes. (laughs) Like, are you not listening to my stories? Obviously, I've seen a reindeer fly. Neil says, well, I haven't. And Charlie says, have you ever seen a million dollars? And of course, Neil says, no. And Charlie replies, just because you can't see something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And I'm like, yeah, Charlie. Yes. Every little kid who watched that movie in the 90s was like, yeah. Good job, Charlie. We have a voice. Mm -hmm. I love that line. It is the best. It is. Love it. Love it. Every time it rolls around. So this is going back to what we were just talking about. All of the names that Scott Calvin lists when he's being interrogated by the detective detective nunzio so the detective says to scott look i know you're scott calvin you know you're scott calvin so let's make this simple i say name you say scott calvin so then he says name to which scott says chris kringle <laughs> name sinterklaas <sighs> name pierre noel Babo Natal. I think that's how you say that. Babo Natal. I think so. Yeah. Babo Natal. Hell's Nickel. Topo Gigio. And I'm just like, it cracks me up every time he does it because the detective gets more and more angry. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It just, it's a great scene. I, and it's just the way that Tim Allen does it at the end when he says Topo Gigio and then he laughs because he thinks it's <laughs> hilarious. Oh, it's, it's a great scene. I great. just, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we're going to back up when he's at the workshop for the very first time and Bernard is angrily trying to explain to him how this works and he's not getting it. I love Bernard. Oh, boy. Oh. Bernard tells Scott, you know, you'll have to be back by Thanksgiving. I'll, he's running through all this. And then he says, I'll ship the list to your house. And of course, Scott says, what list? And Bernard says, you know, the list. Pause. He's making a list. And what does Charlie do? Very Checking loud. Checking it twice. So loud. So loud. To which all of the yells <laughs> add, gonna find out who's naughty or not. Yeah, of course. But it's just Bernard's so annoying. It's so hilarious to me the way Bernard is just like, he's trying to be subtle about it because he knows what's going to happen if he's loud, yeah. right? <laughs> Checking it. You know, like he's making yeah. a list. Checking it. But of course, Charlie's just like, oh no, we're just going to yell this across the entire <laughs> workshop. I the elves involved. Let's do this. <laughs> oh, so oh. funny. This, this one, it's more visual, but I love it when they're at the Miller's house, Bernard just pops out of nowhere, 
eaten a sandwich that he stole off the Miller's table because of course he did. Bernard walks over to Neil, who's still in disbelief about all of this, looks at him and says, nice sweater. Hey, did we make this? And then aggressively starts grabbing his shirt to look at it and see if the tag, I guess, is an elf tag. I don't know. Do they have their own brand tag? They like, must because of the way he just so like aggressive. As it. I said, he grabs him and starts yanking on the sweater to look at the back of it. I'm like, there must oh be some sort gosh. of elf symbol to say they made this sweater. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. And then, of course, it Bernard is. just boom, disappears into thin air. It makes it even better. Mm-hmm. Too funny. Too, too funny. Oh, my gosh. And oh, is this, this the list of what he got at the luncheon? Yes, this is like the best thing ever when Scott starts ordering his food at the business meeting and everybody's everyone around him is like salad dressing on the side, like just the same order over and over again. Everyone's getting something healthy. And Scott comes and says, and I'll have a Caesar, no dressing. And one of those homemade cookies, the warm chocolate chip, no nuts, and a little slice of cheesecake, uh, creme brulee and um, hot fudge sundae extra hot fudge and everyone's staring at him like what are you doing and Scott adds on this side (laughs) so the waiter says anything to drink and Scott says "Mm, ice cold milk (laughs) and then Susan his business partner looks at him because his story was he stung by a bee right stung by a bee Scott to which he says a big bee (laughs) love it so much Oh, yeah. There's like so many great lines in here. So I had to just kind of pick out my favorite scenes, but oh my gosh. Yeah. You picked out the best ones. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You picked out the best ones. It's just too funny. So what what other thoughts do you want to add about this wonderful movie? I mean, it's just, there's so, there's so much goodness. You, we talked about a lot of the goodness of the movie already with the, with the quotes and with mm-hmm. just the little things that Scott does and but I, I love this movie for the pure fact that it is about not, it's about a, a, an adult who has lost their magic, lost the idea of magic mm-hmm. and is getting it back. And you have his kid in there who is involved. Like everyone, I get, <clears throat> this always infuriates me. Everyone around, not everyone, but a lot of people mm-hmm. around me will sit here and say that the best Christmas movie for kids is Elf. I love it's Elf, not. but I disagree. I will say I disagree. Mm-hmm. This movie is the best movie for kids when it comes to Christmas because it's all about believing and and the magic of Christmas and mm-hmm. what Christmas can do to a stone heart. Mm-hmm. And, and it's about family and relationships yes. and all of these things that it's just so beautiful. It's so great. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about Tim Allen. All of his stuff is always family focused in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. If I'm remembering correctly on all those things he's done. Mm-hmm. Or at least his family rated ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Most but, like his Disney stuff, we can yeah, definitely say. For well, sure. his, Disney stuff even last man standing is not Disney and it's still very family oriented Mm -hmm. and how he does everything even though the show's not around anymore Mm -hmm. it's a whole other thing it is yeah but it's just it's a great 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 movie Mm -hmm. Bernard is my absolute favorite I love Bernard so sad when he's not in the third one like when I started the third one again I'm like wait where's where's Bernard he's not in and stupid little Curtis was the main elf I'm like no 
No, 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 no. Yeah, we'll have words. <laughs> but about, anyways, about the, the yeah, yeah. But it just, it's just, uh, it's hard to really put specific words of what I love because there's so many different things. Mm-hmm. So that's my generalized. I like it. I'm very animated today. Yeah, it's fine. I'm very <laughs> excited. It's Christmas season. <laughs> the pixie dust. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's a great, it's a great movie. I will always watch it. I will always say it's the best Christmas movie mm-hmm. of our generation that was made. Yeah. And, and yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I remember on. going, obviously, you know, like we said, going to the theater to see the movie. I, I don't remember specifics, but I do kind of remember going there, you know, like you have little snippets of memories. Mm-hmm. So I do remember that. And we would watch this every year around Christmas time. There's select movies that we would watch as a family. And this is definitely one of our favorites. My dad loved this movie. So it has a fondness for me. He loved Tim Allen, obviously, Mm -hmm. for good reason. But that has a big fondness for me too, you know. And being Charlie with his dad, I think, gives me that that warm feeling too that I used to have with my dad when I would watch this movie growing up too. So it's always one of my favorites. I literally... I probably can't quote the entire movie, but some of these scenes I can definitely do <laughs> for sure. And Same. I will just put it on in the background if I'm doing other stuff. I've already done that a bunch of times. I mm-hmm. actively watched it for some of this because I'm like, you know, yeah. for the show, like be a little more tuned into it. But I would just put it back on in the background. Like you said, put it on mm-hmm. for when I had breakfast this morning. I started watching it and only watched like 30 minutes or so, but yeah, still, you know, had it on in the background. But yeah, this is one of those movies that I definitely love to watch. And I'm so excited that they brought him back again for the Santa Clauses. And I can't wait to talk about that in a couple of weeks. But well, yeah. honestly, with everything going, everything that happened with the controversy with Last Man Standing and a lot of people were just mm-hmm. and they're still mad at him about mm-hmm. his Republican comments and the politics and all the things. And yeah. because Disney has been very left-winged in the past five mm-hmm. or six years even though they're supposed to be neutral mm-hmm. it i was i never thought they'd bring tim allen back into anything like mm-hmm. i thought we lost him for good because mm-hmm. of how vocal he is on the 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 right side mm-hmm. but i i was very very surprised happily surprised but very mm-hmm. surprised when i saw they were going to bring him back into santa claus especially mm-hmm. after they gave the light your voice to Evans I'm sorry I'm still I still haven't watched it and I don't know if I will because it still irritates me I love Chris Evans but and but you have to remember and then that's a Pixar movie so I mean it is Disney but it's also its own division so I don't know if there was something going on there I the reasoning was because they wanted a different voice because it was the actual astronaut not the toy and that they wanted someone younger I'm just telling you what they said, but I don't Again, know behind the scenes. I know, I know, but I would Pixar. like, to, if they ever said that to know. my face, you'd look at them and be like, so what voice do you use for action figures of Iron Man and Thor and all of them? Do you use somebody else's voice or do you use their voice? But if you're Tom Hanks, this is just stupid. I'm sorry. But if you're Tom Hanks, you use your brother to do that stuff because you don't have time or have any interest in doing it. I'm sorry, that just popped in my head. <laughs> that, does crack, that does crack me up. I just I popped in my that. head about Tom Hanks and how he's just like, yeah, I let my brother You're trying to stuff. make a point. <laughs> I know, and I'm sorry. I was like, it's so not relevant, but it just popped in my head and I had to say it. But anyways, anyways we're getting off topic. I get your point. Uh, no, no, no. And I, but no, I I'm, I'm happy that they brought yeah. him back. I'm happy yeah. that they're using him again. Um, and I think they need to continue to use him in other things. Like Tom Hanks has been in like a zillion different Disney things. Like, I think we can bring Tim Allen in a little bit more if he wants to do it. I know. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, he's got, 
if he wants to. A family and all that. So who knows? Yeah, what he's got going on. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I just, I'm glad he was in this movie and I'm glad we can just binge it on Disney Plus as much as we want. I probably have the I own all three DVDs. I own all three DVDs. I don't know if I have this one. I, no, I definitely have I got it. I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I'm sure I have this on DVD someplace, but I only just bop on Disney Plus now because it's. Well, we always had it on VHS. Mm-hmm. And then, what was it? Five years, five, six years ago, I was like, I need this for myself because anytime I, I would only be able to watch it if it was on TV or if right. I was at my parents' house. Yeah. So I finally, and the box set was on sale for all three. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I might as well just get, just the, get the box set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have the box set of DVDs. It's on my favorite shelf. I have like a shelf of DVDs that are all my yeah. favorite. So all my mm-hmm. Disney. I was going <laughs> to say, it must be things. full of <laughs> Disney. Oh, it's literally every single yeah. Disney DVD mm-hmm. I own. Plus like Harry Potter and yeah. Santa Claus. And mm-hmm. all the, well, Santa yeah. Claus is Disney. Well, it's Disney. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so fun. yeah, it's. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. I can't wait. I cannot wait to talk about the TV show, but we can't record it today because it's not done yet. <laughs> nope. So we don't know what's going to happen. We don't. No. That's, I think that's the fun of it is like, we actually, we're, we're, we get the anticipation. Of like what's I know. I agree. That is a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, any other thoughts? Uh, no, I think we covered, I mean, just. Just love it. Just love yep. it. Best Santa Claus movie. Favorite Santa Claus. Yeah. Favorite Christmas movie. Best it is my Christmas favorite Christmas movie. movie, too. This is the of, only one I will watch and yeah. watch and watch and watch like a million times. Of our generation. There are other Christmas movies like Rudolph from back when they did Claymation and Santa Claus Coming to Town. Yeah. I know those are big for that generation. I know A Wonderful Life is big for that generation. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't like the Christmas story, but that's. I love a Christmas story. We always watch a Christmas Eve. I like Christmas Carol. Like I'm a Muppets Christmas Carol every year. I have watched that already, but that's the only I Christmas Carol. Well, I am Scrooge, I guess I watch, but I don't really watch a lot of Christmas Carol I movies. I did like the Jim Carrey. I know Christmas you liked Carol. it and I couldn't get into it. And I know you like that one. So I, not as much as Muppets. Muppets will still, always be my no, favorite, but, yeah, but no. it's, it's better than like the original Christmas Carol and, and some of the other ones like that, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. This is better than Elf. Sorry. I still see so that I would watch I would watch this one and Elf. My mom was like, man, not really into Elf, but my dad loved Elf. So we would watch that one, this one. Buddy annoys story. the crap out of me. Oh my God. I really am not a big fan of the actor in other things. Of Will and I am interested things. in watching the spirited movie. With I am Ryan, too. There's select Ryan things. Reynolds. They're select things I like him in. Yeah, uh, Ryan Reynolds, everything. But Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, they're select things that I like him in. And Alpha is one of them that is just, I don't know what it is. It's just cute. I don't know. It's too over the top. I can't do it. It drives me crazy. I know. And I understand why you would say that. I just love it. And I will try... Very hard not well, to do quotes of the Elf movie. Too. Oh no, you're you're fine if you quote it. I've I've dealt with it my whole life. I just can't sit and watch it. Mm-hmm. But I honestly think, like, if you look Elf, if you compare Elf and Santa Claus, oh, they're two totally two different. different types of humor. And my humor is more Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. I cannot do Will Ferrell humor. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't click with me. Yeah, Will Ferrell. Yeah, it's like I said. There's select things I like him in, yeah. and I I do like like elf but they are totally different movies and what you're saying before i agreed actually with all of your points about 
if I were to pick one for a kid, I would do the magic of Santa Claus and believing, which is this movie, because that movie, there's the belief thing. They do incorporate that, but it's not the same. Not because the same. In that movie, it's understood. Well, in both movies, you know, Santa is real and all that stuff. But yeah. this one, you have actual Santa who's like, what's happening to me? This is made up and having to come yeah. to believe in the magic through his kid. Mm-hmm. It's just so, so special. Yeah. Whereas the elf is really more focused on this man child who has daddy issues. He does. He's an elf with daddy issues. Well, he's not really mm-hmm. an elf because he's a person. Well, he elf. grew up as quote unquote an elf. A bad elf. He does not do a good job at his elfling duties because he's not an elf. But Peter Billingsley well, yeah. is in it, and that's another reason why I like it too. So, no. Well. <sighs> Pokey yeah. day. Are we ready to wrap up? Yeah, I guess I didn't want to wrap up because I like the next movie we're going to be talking about, and then we're going to talk about the third one, and I'm going to be sad. <laughs> I have to talk about it. It's like in delay. But then after that, we get to talk about the TV show. We do. So we'll be back up on a high. Yes. Back up here. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Okay. (laughs) All right, Pixie Dusters. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. Let us know what your favorite part of the Santa Claus is. And have I hope you're having a great holiday season. We will see you next week to Mm -hmm. talk about Santa Claus two, which I don't remember what the 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 name of that one is Santa Claus 2 something 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 and Santa Claus 3 the escape clause oh I forgot they even had extra names is they do I don't remember the second oh you didn't put it in the notes I was gonna cheat okay that's fine well we're gonna talk about Santa Claus 2 okay and (laughs) 3 check us out on Instagram TikTok and Sammy already talked about the website we love Mm -hmm. you guys happy holidays we'll see you next week bye-bye bye Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon. It's Robert from Limitless Broadcasting, reminding you to tune in to Limitless Broadcasting Network anywhere you get your podcasts, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Check us out today.